Welcome, everyone, to episode 413 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Val. So it's just me and Val today. Uh, Will had a scheduling conflict with work yesterday, and then today I didn't realize he was traveling to go visit Eric. So he's <laughs> down there. Uh, he said he would be on. It was no problem. But I figured uh, he hadn't played hardly any Outer Wilds. He hadn't played any other games. So mm-hmm. um, I figured I'd give him you know, give him the week off. Val can be on because we did a rookie camp with Cadence of Hyrule. Yep. Uh, to tease for later on in the episode, I also played a significant amount of Cadence of Hyrule. Uh, in addition to, obviously, Outer Wilds, and then uh, we can talk a, at least a little bit about the new Harry Potter Wizards Unite game sure. uh, that just came out today, actually. I played it for, I don't know, altogether probably about an hour. Uh, I'm still trying to learn the ropes, but you downloaded it and played it for a few minutes. Yep, so I did. I did. Uh, we'll also be talking mm-hmm. about that later on in the episode. Um, and I think that's everything uh, to tease for later on. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, without further ado, we'll get started. Uh, Outer Wilds. So Outer Wilds is uh, developed by Mobius Digital and published by Annapurna Interactive. It's available right now on Xbox One, uh, game, Xbox One, Xbox One Game Pass, which is how I ended up playing it. Um, and it's also on PC via the Epic Game Store. Um, apparently, like people who played this game in early access were upset that it got taken. I don't know if it necessarily got taken off of Steam. Um, but it's coming soon to Steam eventually, but people were upset that it was at least on launch and Epic Games exclusive, which I understand the frustration. Uh, so, sure. yeah. So there was that. Uh, and I think I talked to a couple weeks ago about the reason why I ended up playing this. I watched one of my one of the people I follow on Twitch play it. I was like, oh, wow, this game looks right up my alley. Uh, the mm-hmm. name, Outer Wilds, getting confused with, and I think we talked about this, the Outer Worlds, there's yeah. Outlander, there's a few other games with like the same type of name. Yeah. Uh, so kind of got lost in the shuffle for that, but... Um, I watched, you know, like I said, one of my one of my Twitch people that I follow play it, and I was like, "Wow, this game looks right up my alley." So, uh, what it is is you basically play as a alien rustic uh, space explorer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really really mysterious game. So you yes. you start off uh, not knowing anything. So you kind of you wake up, you walk around. There's like a campfire mm-hmm. and an alien there toasting marshmallows and you kind of you kind of learn that you're about to make your first launch into space um through the you know interaction with the other characters it it also walks you through the systems uh, which is really important because the game uh is it goes for a more realistic feel for Mm -hmm. space uh, which uh, i the number one complaint about the game that i saw was people not liking the controls uh, which I get because the the, the it's not a hundred percent realistic, but it's more realistic than if you were to play a game like No Man's Sky. Uh, the way the way you float around in space and interact with gravity and all that stuff is is more realistic on the realistic side than the unrealistic side. So, but they do have a trainer uh, right there on your home planet. If you're in the live stream, you can see or watching on YouTube, you can see the video that's mm-hmm. just walking around in your home planet. It's called. Um, Oh, I knew I was going to forget the name of the planet, but it, 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 it's, they're all small planets. So basically if you figure out, uh, you know, there's, there's some weird stuff going on. Uh, you get that right off the bat because right when you wake up, there's a, like a little explosion up in the sky and you're one of the planets nearby. Just like, what, what the heck? You yeah, know, there's something going weird on. going on here. Uh, and then as you're about to go into the museum, you have like a, a, a moment with, uh, with one of the statues that's there and it's, uh, 
it's of a, an alien race called the, I think they called the Maori, um, or some something similar to that. Again, I wanted to write all this stuff down, but I but I didn't. Yeah. But it's something like Maori or Nao Naomi. I'm gonna look it up in a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, I got nothing for you. So. Yeah. So yeah, you, so you do that. You launch yourself into the space, and then it's pretty much open exploration from there. Um, there's a bunch of different planets, all with their own unique things. Uh, the ones closest to the sun are called the Ember Twins, mm-hmm. and one of them. Uh, you've, and you heard, you actually asked me about this when I was playing the other night, but sand rushes from one of the orbiting twins to the other. Oh, and yeah. And it slowly drains from one planet to the other one, uh, which yeah. is really, really a neat, a neat thing. It's there's, really cool. There's a planet that's all an ocean planet with a few islands here and there, but there's geysers that circle around on the planet and just throw any landmass they come across up into space and oh. it comes crashing back down. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, there's one called the, I think it's the, is it the Deep Dark Bramble, Deep Bramble? Um, but yeah, they all have their own their own unique things about them, which is, which is really fascinating to explore. <laughs> um, but the hook here is that you only have a little over 20 minutes before the yes. sun goes supernova, explodes, and eats everything up. And then you wake back up after you had just obviously died. Uh, being one of the few characters in the game that actually realizes that this 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 sort of thing is going on, that's crazy. Um, that's really cool. Yeah, it's a it's, it's really every twenty cool minutes. So so it's a little mm-hmm. bit Groundhog Day in that in that sense is, you know, you you kind of take what you've learned in the in the game world uh, with you to the next to the next loop, similar to how it happened in Groundhog Day. Like I don't remember the name the main character's name. It's been such a long time since I've seen it, but he slowly learns things throughout his all of his repeat repeat times and you know carries them with him to the next to the next life or to loop the or next whatever. try or um, whatever it is. yeah so that's really interesting yeah. uh again some people didn't like that they like to be able to just explore at their own leisure leisure um but leisure. you know you just it's 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 part of the gameplay loop i actually think it works really well because i got myself into a couple situations where i didn't have any way out mm-hmm. game has a lot a lot of dangers um i've I'll talk about some of the ways I died in just a minute, but yeah, uh, I got I, tra- I got trapped, and there wasn't really anything Ugh. I could do, uh, so I had to just Terrible. wait. So I don't, I don't know. There's probably I don't know how they would have done it otherwise, but it was nice because I only had to wait a few minutes. I had done a lot of exploring yeah. on that loop, and I only had to wait a few minutes until the sun went supernova and swallowed everything. So. Right. So when you're on these different planets, do you? When you get there, do you have an objective? No, you it's just very explore? you. It's mostly You're... exploration. So you have a couple devices with you. You have uh, a signal scope. It's called okay. So that picks up uh, other other uh, space travelers that are in your. It's called oh. the outer wilds. Right. Um. So it picks up outer wilds frequencies. So if you have mm-hmm. if there's other explorers from your uh, from your population, that'll come up on the signal scope. It's out right there. Oh. Um, it picks up quantum fluctuations, which I haven't quite figured out what they are yet. Uh, I, I should say I've played Sounds this game fancy. for probably, I don't know, maybe 8 to 10 hours. Yeah, I was going to say, it's quite a bit. Yeah, I, I don't know how long it's going to take me to beat. It depends on how quickly you solve yeah. all the mysteries. But, so you um, are solving mysteries yeah, you're in trying the to figure, scheme of yeah, things. You're trying to figure out, you're basically trying to figure out what happened to the people that came before you what they were trying to do and mm-hmm. you also are trying to figure out how to stop the sun from going supernova and, and killing everyone. every 20 minutes every 20 minutes yes wow or 22 i think is the exact number that's intense yeah like it's really intense like having watched it yeah 
It's very creepy. Yeah, well, I was going to say, eerie. the first time I actually Ugh. witnessed the sun going supernova, because I had I'd gotten swallowed up by it a few times okay. without actually seeing it. I was either uh, in my ship, not watching, oh, or on a planet, so walking around in caves or whatever, so I couldn't tell exactly what was happening. Mm-hmm. But there's one planet called Brittle Hollow, and okay. it, it slowly crumbles as you're playing the game, okay. uh, because there's a black hole in the middle of it. So if you are on a piece that crumbles off or you fall off like a narrow walkway mm-hmm. you get sucked into the black hole and warped to the outer edge of the solar system Good Lord. so i got sucked into the outer the edge of the solar system at that point i didn't know what to do so i right? just floated around in space and <laughs> the the oh, blue supernova like i just watched the sun and i saw the thing go supernova yeah. with this blue you know bright blue flash coming at you and you're like you're there's nothing you right can there's do. nothing like you what can do. Yeah, you're how down. terrifying it was the first time i first time i saw it, that was legitimately a scary moment for me yeah so. like it uh it reminds me of a movie i'm not gonna give it away if people have because i don't think you've seen it um but it's i think it's a fairly fairly popular movie but i'm not gonna give it away because it kind of gives something away but people that have seen this movie will know what i'm okay will know what i'm talking about I'll have to tell you about it yeah, later. I, but yeah, it does definitely. remind me of a movie. Okay. Like, not the, like, exploring outer space, just the sun going supernova. Yeah. Uh, so, again, you know, talking about the danger, like I said, I didn't realize at the time that you can warp yourself back to the planet. Um, they the, the previous race that came before you had built something, so if people did fall off of Brittle Hollow hmm. into the black hole, there's a little space station I think it's called oh. the it's I think it's called the White Hole Station that'll warp you back to back to the Brittle white, Hollow. The White Hole. There being white hole, yeah. like White Hole Station. It's not yep. gloom and doom. Um, like a black hole. But it's the so it's like... it's interesting because oh. you have to fly yourself there, like just in your spacesuit. <clears throat> in your spacesuit. Yeah. So, but but again, like you think about like NASA doing the spacewalks and stuff. Like this mm-hmm. is how things work. Like. When you're going towards it, you have to slow yourself down before you get there. And you have to start slowing yourself down fast because otherwise your velocity, you're just going to keep going and going and going mm-hmm. and you're going to slam into it and die. Oh, jeez. Uh, I've, I've died a few times by slamming into stuff, by, by floating you know, floating into space or crashing my spaceship or what have you. Um, but <laughs> oh, yeah, you really, have to, you really have to plan and be careful. And uh, that's another, again, a, a complaint about the game, which is something I actually end up, ended up really liking was, was the dangers of space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, even when, if you damage your spaceship by crashing into something, like you have to, you have to get out of it and repair it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, 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 there's danger around every corner. Everywhere, yeah. yeah. Uh, you have to keep tabs on your oxygen level. Mm-hmm. One time I got out of my spaceship without even putting my spacesuit on, and uh, I started suffocating when I went outside. Oh, jeez. And as I, I realized it immediately and turned around and had suffocated, like, just a hair away from getting oh, able to get back on my ship. man, of course, right? Um, yeah. So there was that. That, that was scary. Uh, but it was yeah. my own stupidity. Like, I just, I got, I got excited about something right? I discovered in a previous time loop. I got, you know, I flew there. Land, landed landed gracefully uh which doesn't happen all that often <laughs> and i just got too excited and and fled without my without my spacesuit that's awesome um there was one time where i was running out of oxygen i was in space and i had myself on a trajectory to to you know line up with my spaceship and, and like bump mm-hmm. into it slowly right or go there's like a, a, a lift at the bottom okay. of it to suck you in right and i just missed it by a hair 
and as I was, you know, I drifted by it, nothing I could do because my momentum was oh. carrying me, and I ran out of oxygen, like, as I was turning back to look oh, at my ship, I was that close my to, God. That's intense. to surviving. Yeah, it's, that's intense. It is intense. And the music and the, the atmosphere of this game makes mm-hmm. it even more intense, I yeah. feel like. It, I, I would call it what I call heartburn music <laughs> yeah so yeah heartburn music. when the sun i think it gives you a song plays like a few minutes before the sun goes supernova so you know you're running out of time yeah but a lot of the music is like it remind, reminded me of playing uh life is strange yeah sure especially when you're walking around on the first planet i'm like oh my god this music is amazing mm-hmm. but yeah a song was... will play to give you a warning like the sun the ex- ex- right, sun explosion is happen. coming so yeah uh, finish what you're doing or or you know yeah Whatever, whatever you happen to be doing at the time yeah so yeah the heartburn music i can tell i can explain that quickly mm-hmm. if you've ever played uh mike tyson punch out punch out mm-hmm. the music that plays when i was little used to be like really upsetting to me like it really bothered me and i don't know if it was because like i think i was scared of the game like how the faces looked and they were slugging each other and it was horrible scary looking graphics with like deformed people and mm-hmm. whatever so the music that played, I always called it my heartburn music, and like I would, I would rank that in in my heartburn music. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Timber Hearth, <laughs> that's the name of the of the planet that you start on. Timber Hearth. I just saw it on the on the map nice. on the on the video there. Um, it's really pretty. It's really nice to look at. Yeah, too. It, it's got an art style that reminds me a lot of a, a little. It's a less self shaded like Firewatch. Yeah, it's kind of the art style sure. that they're 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 going for. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, it's an, it's an indie game. So, uh, yeah, I actually, actually, impressive. it really serves the game well to have that, that kind of art style, mm-hmm. um, because of the whole, like I said, the rustic feel of it and the yeah. like banjo, like even the, the, the explorers that are out in space, like one of them, you can hear his banjo playing and that's how you know he's oh, wow. nearby. That's really cool. Uh, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a really neat, neat feature. Yeah. Um, I think I have to start this video over. Yeah. I like, I'm always just so impressed that people create these games like that's so impressive to me like there's so many little details you know it just it just blows my mind yeah and honestly like i I never would have played this game it was if it it wasn't for the combination of Mm -hmm. xbox game pass which we've sung their praises for a while sure and watching someone play it on twitch i probably never would have played this game yeah it's one of my favorite games that i've played this year so far oh yeah you uh, love prob- this probably second tell. only to Sekiro, I would okay, say in, sure. in terms of how much I like it. It's yep. just it's just so different. Yeah, um, yeah. Which and there's we always the, need something new. And yeah, different. there's there's the testing thing where you can test flying the ship and That's and so landing cool. it, and because it, again, it's all like realistic physics. You have, yeah, I really like that. It's really just well done. So it's awesome. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything that that's happened so far, um, but yeah, you do have to have to solve a mystery, mm-hmm. uh, and it's all like reading uh, excerpts of writing from the the previous race or discovering okay. artifacts. There is a uh, your ship has like a console on it that mm-hmm. tracks all the stuff that you figured out. Oh, cool! Uh, and you can also your um, the explorers that you find out on the other planets are also in the time loop, so they're aware of what's going on. Oh. Uh, so they also are there to help you bounce ideas you, off of. So and, you talk to them. Yes, you can talk oh, to neat. them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's the alien race too. Uh, they're like little little green people with or greenish bluish people with with yeah. four eyes. Four um, eyes. Yeah, but it's funny that uh, the the so the planet you start on was landed on by the by the previous alien race, 
Um, but they determined that your race was going to eventually evolve to be technologically advanced enough oh. to be able to do space travel. So they kind of leave this planet alone. They mostly do stuff on oh, other planets. and only they don't do want to mess with you. Yeah, they don't want to mess, mess with you, which brings me back to Mass Effect. Because Mass Effect, there's one planet that you can explore that you're not supposed to because they, they felt it was uh, habitable for, uh, will eventually be habitable enough for advanced intelligent life. Mm. So I thought that was, yep, that was an interesting thing. Yeah. So. Yep. But yeah, awesome. um, I love the Outer Wilds. Um, I, I I don't know if any of the other guys really played. I think Eric played a little tiny bit. They need to um, play this. Will I don't guys, know if, he if ended you're up listening, playing. you need to play this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thinking about it too, it's probably most up my alley. I would say this type of yeah. game. Yeah. I I feel like they could. I feel like Corey would like this. Yeah, I think uh, out of everyone, Corey would like yeah. it the most. But yep. yeah, it's it's really really quite good and yeah. definitely definitely so far second favorite game of the year wow this that's that's impressive yeah awesome so i don't have anything further to say about that if you have game pass just give it a try yeah just do it there's, there's no, no reason not no, to. no reason not to right? uh if you don't end up liking it within the first probably hour or so you're probably not gonna like it more i wouldn't think that's good at least you can kind of figure it out at the yeah because again it's a lot of for a lot of people it's the controls i got the impression that the people that were having trouble with the controls were playing it on pc which i oh, don't okay. think this game is good for pc i think it's better for a controller so if you are going to play it on on uh pc use a use a controller i think that's the better way to go so yeah all right let's move on to nilbits uh so i've got quite a bit here the first is that the Wall Street Journal has reported that two new Nintendo Switch models have started production, with one model having a similar form factor to the current model, just with better specs, and the other being a cheaper model with lower specs. Uh, this comes along with reports that Nintendo has moved the manufacturing of current Switch models, as well as new ones, uh, outside of China to Southeast Asia. Uh, this, of course, because of the, the proposed tariff on imported goods. Yeah. Uh, as much, I, I guess it was up to 25%, which that's a significant amount if yeah. you're talking about... Uh, not just consoles, but electronics in general, you know, cell phones yeah, and stuff. That's a, sure. that's a lot. So, um, huh. and again, uh, we'll talk about the console is not where the, these companies make money. It's selling the software and services that go along with the consoles. So okay. already console margins are, are pretty thin. So, um, yeah, <clears throat> that's why, excuse me. That's why they're getting out ahead of it and, and moving, moving manufacturing. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, no confirmation from Nintendo yet uh, on the the new models. But apparently, they're starting to manufacture them, so they could yeah. be ready before too long. I feel like I've seen news about it everywhere. It's yeah, like, it's just been announced it's, it already. It's been rumored for a while. <laughs> yeah, so. I've been seeing it forever. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just because like my news feed is you know personalized to what what it knows I like or am looking at yeah, or whatever. But... Definitely got to be some video game stuff on your news oh, feed. Oh, mine's, there always mine's like is. half video game news. Yeah, mine's always. It's always got Breath of the Wild, I feel like, almost always. And then there's always a Switch thing, too. Mm -hmm. So, all, at least those two. Sometimes Splatoon makes an appearance, because I always say, like, I've got to play Splatoon, and then I never play it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also in Nintendo News, The Witcher 3 on the Switch is going to fit onto a single cartridge, which means the game and all its expansions and DLC, which is about 16 pieces, it's going to fit on a 32 gigabyte cartridge with no further download required. That's really impressive because I feel like the game on my PC is like 75 gigabytes. Uh, obviously, the the graphics are, are trimmed down a little bit, but I was looking at screenshots side by side, and I know they're screenshots. And it doesn't look too awful bad. I actually might end up getting this. 
I'll have to play it on the Switch. Nice. Just because it's one of my favorite games of all time. I, oh, I want to sure. say it's top five. I don't remember the exact yeah, number where I, I have don't it, remember. but um, just but be able to play. There. Yeah, be able to play it on the Switch would be would be ideal. So yeah. Uh, next on the list, Bethesda has finally made good on their canvas bag uh, issue with uh, Fallout seventy six Power Armor Edition faux pas um, by finally sending out. Although many months later, the actual bags they promised and not the crummy nylon bags that actually came with power armor edition Hmm. uh so that was bad enough but i didn't realize they had done this next thing which is pretty bad uh they they didn't include bags that were that were promised with the power armor edition but they sent them to gaming influencers quotes uh they were sent the bags to ooh and over with their fans on social media and then fallout 76 ended up stinking so that was that was a double whammy for people that dropped i think it's two it was two hundred dollars for the power armor edition Oh my gosh! Skimped out on That's the bags. That's so slimy. Mm-hmm. Like, come on! Like, everything is out in the public. Like, you can't yeah. get away with anything. Like, why would they even? I don't know. Unless it was like a big mistake. Yeah. You know, but like they sent them to influencers. I don't know. Yeah. That's just a little shady there. It's very shady. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and then next up, despite the awesome footage we saw of Cyberpunk 2077, there was a much longer and more in-depth showing behind closed doors at E3. Uh, but luckily, we, the unwashed masses of the gaming community, will be able to see what was shown at PAX, uh, at PAX West at the end of August. So hmm. I'm very excited for that. I think most people are. Nice. Cyberpunk looks fantastic. Uh, Rare Replay and Resident Evil Revelations are coming to Game Pass to close out June. I'm excited about that because Rare Replay has quite a few games on it that I would like to revisit including viva pinata remember viva pinata oh i remember viva pinata 360 yeah. that was fun so yeah there's a few other games there's a couple of banjo kazooie games on there i want to i want to revisit okay um so that's cool then my last one and this is probably the most important <clears throat> uh news of the week is that executives from epic and ea appeared in front of a uk committee to talk about uh, all things game industry loot boxes working conditions uh, gaming addictions but the thing that interests me the most was about loot boxes uh and that ea defines loot boxes and microtransactions as surprise mechanics uh and that they are they said they were essentially the same thing as kinder eggs or hatchimals um huh. which we know all about we know all those. about that because we buy our kids that sort of stuff all the time oh blind gosh. bags was another blind thing that, that got brought up um, no way yeah so i mean wow. for me they're not even close to the same thing i don't know how you feel about it um the thing about loot boxes and microtransactions in a video game is it's not real it's f- this fake right. nebulous not Abstract. real yeah not real thing yeah um at least when you're talking about kinder eggs hatchimals i think even like i think even like baseball buy. cards magic cards came up in this yeah. whole discussion you're getting something like physical right like you're something getting a you toy have. or a card or yeah a... uh fortnite yeah. for whatever reason could shut down in three months and everyone loses all that stuff i, I don't i'm not saying it's going to but it could right, right. Uh, whereas you know uh kinder eggs you get the, even if it's a even if it's a crappy little toy at least you have something physical right. that's yours forever that's yours forever like the kinder egg people aren't gonna come and be like give me back my toy because i'm shutting down my company exactly at least i hope not <laughs> exactly uh so there's there there is that um I don't know. I, I just I no. I don't think anyone bought that that it's surprise mechanics. I don't know. It's no very very shady to me. Yeah, but. like I get maybe the maybe the surprise of it all mm-hmm. 
you could compare that to to a blind blind bag or a Hatchimal or a squishy mushy or all those tens of billions of things that I buy. Mm-hmm. Um, the surprise factor, I guess, could be the same. Yeah. But you're right. Like in a video game, it's not tangible. Like you can't take it to school for show and tell. Yeah. You know, like you. So it's not. It, it was funny because really the same. Yeah, I was reading an article recently about um, it was about Uber. Mm-hmm. And their their valuation as a company, as yeah. opposed, like, was significantly more than. Uh, I think they use Ford Motor Company as mm-hmm. a, as an example. Like, why you know Ford makes the cars? A lot of the cars right. that Uber drivers drive, they have tens of thousands of workers. They have yeah. factories all over the world right. to build cars. Why is Uber, who has a an app, and probably a handful of actual workers? Some data centers or whatever, right. you know, none, the, the, the Uber drivers aren't actually like their employees; right. they're private contractors. They're private co- right? Why is that a more valuable company than a company that makes cars? That's apples and, and has, oranges. Yeah, well, I, it's crazy. <laughs> Someone made that comparison. No, it, that's it is. Uber is a more valuable company than Ford Motor Company. It's worth way more. I don't what even think heck? it's close. <laughs> I don't I, know. That, yeah, I don't even know if I can wrap my head around that no, right it's now. It's mind-boggling. I don't, wow. Well, I think that says a lot about society, right? Yeah. yeah and where we are, you know, I mean, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's just a sign of the times. You know, it's funny to me because I've never used an Uber. I don't plan to use an Uber. I mean, you know, we don't live that far from New York City. I'm sure there will be a New York City trip where maybe we use an Uber. But it just is funny to me because I hear like even, um, you know, I listen to a lot of hockey podcasts, and they're talking about players just jumping in Ubers, and I'm like, you're like, you're just jumping in some random stranger's car? Like, I just still haven't wrapped my head around it. Yeah. That, like, you would just get in a stranger's car and ride around. Yeah. Or that a stranger would let you into their car, like, drunk, or, like, it just... Sure. I, I don't... Because I know you had talked <clears throat> about, like, being an Uber driver, or a different one. Was there yeah, a different service? I think it might have been Lyft. I'm Lyft. Not sure. It was Lyft. And I was like, there is no way you are picking people up. And he, you were just like, okay. Well, I figured <laughs> that would like, be your answer. I just, I just figured I'd throw I it out there. Well, I'm a germaphobe too. Right, so that's right. a whole other layer of of it being a big fat no for me. Sure. But yeah. No, that's that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, crazy, and that's crazy. all I have for Nibble Bits. So yeah, this is we'll... definitely going to be a shorter episode. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, how was your week? Um, good. You know, it was funny when I was coming down here, I was thinking I probably should have prepared. Like, you didn't know what... until like 10 yeah, minutes ago. I didn't know that I was going to be on until like a few minutes ago. Yeah. So, um, my week, let's see. Um, work is absolute chaos. So in New York, we, we have school a lot later than schools in the South and schools. I feel like some schools. Even Pennsylvania earns, yeah. ends a lot earlier and they yeah. start earlier in August. Yeah, they do. Um, so we end really late, and uh, of course, the lovely state of New York decided to put um, these new hours and days requirements on school. So our students are having to stay even longer. Our teachers are having to stay longer. Graduation is later this year than it ever has been. So that's become an issue because like families had vacations planned and like all this crazy stuff. So that's a whole other thing. Um, but it's really funny because... I was talking um, with some people in my family, you know, when I got this new position as a school administrator, 
and um I was like yeah you know like I'm swamped like this is crazy and like you know and they're like well you don't work in the summer and I'm like yes I do as as a school administrator in New York State you are almost always guaranteed that you're working in the summer um I think the only exception is like assistant principals they usually don't work in the summer but they work part of the time in Mm -hmm. the summer so there's always school administrators around in the summer and I was saying like they were like what do you do in the summer like blah and I I was like summer is actually my busiest time and you wouldn't think so because there's no students and there's not really teachers around but it is chaos because we're we're uh, bringing teachers in for training and we're you know like I know this summer we have to move a bunch of classrooms and and we're getting a new infrastructure so there's gonna be days without internet and they're gonna be ripping our ceilings apart and we're getting a new phone system and you know I have uh, I figured it out today like I have two different groups of teachers that each need to come in four days and you know it's just scheduling and people are on vacation so who can Skype in and who has Wi-Fi and it's just mass chaos right now so yeah that's yeah work is uh consuming right now um trying to think if there's really anything else just you know finished up um I know you have it to talk about but I finished up today with all of the activities that the kids our kids are doing for end of the school year Mm -hmm. had a couple of parties canceled field trip today but they did another little thing at the school so just wrapping up and the kids last day is tomorrow and we're pumped we're very pumped yeah which is opposite of most parents i know but oh i know a lot of parents that are like oh my god i can't believe school's ending and we're like i'm like we're so excited the school's ending um we just we just like to have them home and know what they're up to and give them the space to be kids and mm-hmm. and let them have fun but um yeah like you know it was a it was a good school year our daughter's teacher was just phenomenal mm-hmm. um just out of this world he just fantastic so i'm really nervous about what kindergarten will look like for her because like she has a really high expectation of a teacher now yeah. so i hope that she you know she gets in a good classroom and and uh, our son, uh, there's a certain teacher that we're really pulling for because the teacher is big into technology. Um, she does project-based learning, so the kids are doing projects to learn versus sitting and doing worksheets all day. So we are really pulling to have her. And I've, I've, I've used some of my school administrator contacts to kind of help me mm-hmm. get him hopefully where he needs to be. So... If, if he went to the school, you know, where I was an administrator, I could pick whatever teacher um, I wanted for him. But we're at a disadvantage that he goes to a different district in sure. terms of that right. um, selection. Um, yeah, but other than that, I don't think I have... I don't think I have anything really else going on. I'm trying to think. I feel like I had something really funny happen to me, but I don't remember what it is. <laughs> I always have some crazy story yeah. about unbelievable things that happen to me, but they're not coming to me right at the moment. So yeah, I don't really have anything. Um, we, as you can see on the, if you're on YouTube watching or in the chat yes. watching, uh, we did a cadence of Hyrule for rookie camp last night. We did. Um, so we'll talk about that next when when we mm-hmm. get into what we played. I don't think I have anything else. I want to talk about the kids being done done from mm-hmm. school, and that was sorry that was I took much I stole it. your thunder. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and that our kids keep falling. Yeah, they keep falling. They just keep falling down on the walk to school.
school, mm-hmm. they just keep falling. I don't know. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. <laughs> so yeah, let's uh, let's talk about what we played. So yeah. we'll start with with Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah. Um, that of course came out. I think late last week. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually been playing it. I oh, I meant to talk about this during my week. I, I restarted uh, Rated G Games yes. last week, yes. and I've been been putting up oh, videos about that thing too. Yeah. Um, so I, my first thing that I'm doing on it is, is playing Cadence of Hyrule. And then we played Cadence of Hyrule for Rookie Camp last night too. Mm-hmm. So that's available on, on the Thumbstick Athletes YouTube channel if you want to watch it. It's playing yep. right now, uh, yep. minus the audio, which honestly the audio is kind of the best part of this oh, game. It is. The music is really good. So My silly, weird, uh, definitely dumb faces are not the best part of this video. Yeah. I can promise you. Yeah. Can I? Focused. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah it was real focused. Um. I have started my own podcast, mm-hmm. and I need to record another episode really soon. Um, but so I, I'm stealing the form. I'm not really stealing the format because podcast world is like whatever you yeah. want. But I have a a couple of new podcasts that I've started listening to, and they do episodes that are only like ten minutes long, and I really love them because I learn a lot. It's quick, it's easy, you know. And with the chaos of work and the kids and everything. It's nice to just listen to a quick 10 little minute thing and hear a good story or learn something new. Um, So I'm following that format. And my podcast is called um, Sprinkles Are Not a Food Group. And I explained the title in my first uh, episode that Mm -hmm. I recorded. I only have two recorded at this point. Have all the plans for the third, just haven't haven't, uh, done it yet. (laughs) But um, yeah, I don't know when that's going to launch, but I'm sure Dan will... Yeah. Share when yeah, it before too long. Yeah, it, it should be out in the next couple of weeks, I yeah. would think. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. It's just something fun for me to do and right now it's just me, but there will be episodes where I have Dan and maybe I can convince some of my mom friends. It's it's mostly about like being a mom. Mm-hmm. Um, being a working mom. Um, you know, but a lot of different things like, you know, right now I'm talking about just like our kids, but I plan to do like a 10 minute thing on potty training and a 10 minute thing on picky eaters, although I don't really know how to handle them. So that might be like a more of like a, please help me because <laughs> we have picky eaters and we don't know what to do with them, yep. <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. It's just mm-hmm. something fun to do. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, Cadence of Hyrule. Uh, I, I described, cause Corey actually asked me, Oh, father's day was last Sunday. I forgot about that. Oh Yeah. Father's Day. We had a really nice Father's Day. Yeah, we did Day. have a very nice Father's Day. Uh, We're so all over the place. We had, uh, like I made for Val for Mother's Day, we had yeah. bacon ham crunch wraps for breakfast, which was fantastic. Yep. Uh, we visited your dad for a little bit. We yep. went to my parents' house and visited with my dad. Um, it was mm-hmm. it was a, it was a nice day. It was yeah, it, it was, was really nice, relaxing, and the kids um, were all the kids were pr- pretty well behaved. Yeah. Uh, I'm not wearing my shirt now, but I yeah. got a, a what the heck? It was a. Uh, Game of Thrones, the Iron Throne with the Hypnotoad on it. From Futurama. From Futurama. So it was an awesome shirt. Hypnothrone. Hypnothrone, yes. Yeah, Uh, like, he's, you're actually really hard to buy for. Like, I get you the standard, like, Dunkin' Donuts gift card or, like, a a video game thing or whatever. But I was like, all right, a shirt, like, you know, that's my, one of my standbys Mm -hmm. or or classic go-to. And... When I was looking around, I was like, oh, like a Game of Thrones. It's definitely got to be Game of Thrones, but it's got to be something else that we like. 
Um, and then I considered getting you a Zach Scott Games shirt, actually. Mm -hmm. um, but I couldn't really find his merchandise site. But I, I, I was it was like a crazy whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So, but then I just happened to come across Hypnothrone, like on accident, and I was like, done. Yeah, this is over. <laughs> That's all I need. So yeah, it was really cool. But it was a really nice Father's Day. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, but yeah, anyway, Cadence yeah. of Hyrule. So yeah, I was telling Corey about it at Father's Day, on Father's Day at my at my parents' house, and I described it as a link to the past, but a rhythm game. That's yeah. how it is. Graphically, it looks it looks that way. It's it's similar playing, um, other than other than the the music part of the game. So yeah. the way it works, and if you haven't played Crypt of the Necrodancer, it's it's similar mm -hmm. to that too. Is uh, so there's music playing in the background, and there's there's a beat, and on the bottom there's like a uh, a meter almost. It looks like mm -hmm. where notes converge in the middle of the the triangle from the Triforce, and you that are want, on you, the beat. Yep, you want to move on that beat. Um, so that's 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 how you move around. That's how you attack. Uh, all the enemies move in in with the beat, um, and yeah, your, your whole goal is to you know wipe out the enemies while while keeping the rhythm. As you, if you keep the rhythm, you uh, can get damage bonuses. You recover your stamina or magic faster. Um, yeah, and it's uh, you also kind of like if you mess up and and miss a beat it it trips you up and slows you up so it makes, yeah. you, makes you vulnerable to attack too, makes so. you feel kind of dumb too <laughs> yeah it, when when when, it, when the enemies get really like thick it's it's hard to not oh, miss yeah. a beat here and there yeah like i got into a, a really thick patch last night at one point like the thickest one that i can remember mm -hmm. and it was just a disaster i couldn't stay on beat i didn't know where to turn everything was shooting at me and i died real quick yeah <laughs> um, but yeah, I really, really like the game. Oh, uh, it's some, awesome. some people, it, apparently it's shorter than Crypt of the Necrodancer. Some people complained about that. Um, people are always going to complain about everything. Yeah, it's, it, it was, I think it was 25, which I think people, some people might, <clears throat> excuse me, consider a little steep for, I don't know. The, I, I, the playtime is supposedly like five or six hours. I think it'll take me a little bit longer than that. I want to say I already have like four and a half hours maybe played on it, so. Mm -hmm. I've only beaten one of the bosses so far, so I probably oh, have. Wow. I'll, I'll probably have eight to ten hours ultimately when, when all is said and done. But yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a really good game. I was surprised, honestly, uh, with how much I liked it. I, I figured I would find it interesting, but I was surprised at how how much I liked the game. Um, it's also the music is is fantastic. Oh, it's so great because it's all the classic yeah. Yeah. Uh, Legend of Zelda tunes um, that are like made upbeat you know and and, yeah. and there's rock versions of the songs um the gerudo desert song is probably my favorite one yeah it's really good yeah it was funny because today i was like um humming it <coughs> like humming a zelda like a zelda song and i didn't i was like what am i and i was like oh duh it's from cadence of hyrule mm -hmm. it was so fun like it it was it's really cool it's a lot to to keep track of though to like stay on the beat and get the enemies but like you pick it up pretty quick if there's anyone that doubts their skills at playing a video game it's me and i like i i picked it up and mm -hmm. felt pretty confident about it so yeah good yeah stuff. uh beginner tip or pro tip is get the spear as quickly as yes, you can because that makes it a lot is, easier yeah the spear is money yeah i still use it's the spear so uh you know four or five hours into the game so mm -hmm. it's it's a good pickup yeah yeah it's it's necessary mm -hmm. for sure yeah but yeah that's all i have to say about that um it's it's really really good surprisingly good i was 
and I ended up buying Crypt of the Necrodancer was on sale for I think it was four dollars. So I oh, bought, really? I bought that too. Nice. It's on the Switch. I'll probably give that a, a try at some point. Uh, but apparently that's harder. This game is supposedly a lot more accessible. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you have to stay on beat the entire time, whereas in this one, if you defeat all the enemies in a room, you can move around as, yeah. as quickly as you want. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a roguelite too, so you do end up dying and you lose all your stuff. But you yeah. you you keep a lot of your equipment, and then diamonds are are something that you you transfer to your next. Uh, next life after that so mm-hmm. uh, everything's randomized too uh, i talked about it during the video but val came across a handful of enemies that i hadn't yeah. seen in my game yeah which was really surprising to me yeah um and then the world map every time you like start a new game is is different so yeah apparently the dungeons are ran- randomized too even like huh. after you die so huh. i read that i haven't experienced that for myself so yeah and i have to say if you watch the rookie camp which Please go watch the rookie camp, but my face is. I'm just looking at the video playing in the stream, and goodness gracious. I try to think about, like, don't make a dumb face right now, but... We tend to focus a little too much when we do these. And sometimes I look like I'm really, really angry and mad, but I'm not. You're just in the zone. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm focused. Uh, So there was that, and then, as I said, just as of today, Harry Potter Wizards Unite release so that of course if you don't know is the harry potter version of pokemon go essentially yeah uh it's you know got niantic's name on it so if you know where the pokestops are they're the same in this game Um, but it's got a harry potter flavor to it i am not super familiar with harry potter stuff uh, although i'm trying to learn because i do i did enjoy the movies we might Um, get into it more if our kids start getting into it once our kids get into it i'm sure we will. i I think max is just steps away from it Mm -hmm. so from being into it so, so let me yeah. call it up here because there's actually a, a, a lot to the game uh yeah. way more so than pokemon go oh there's an item already yeah it's a watering can i haven't figured out what a lot of the stuff what a yeah. lot of the stuff does but we don't really know what it all means no <laughs> I, i'm definitely lear- learning it um but yeah you i mean you you basically start off the game you you know enter your name what have you uh mm-hmm. you enter your like character name mm-hmm. that you people will see yeah um and then I went into the like profile screen where you pick your your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, uh, what is it? Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Ravenclaw and, and Slytherin. Slytherin. Mm-hmm. So you can pick one of those. You get to pick your wand. Uh, yeah. What what kind of wood it's made out? There's like twenty different kinds of yeah, wood. Yeah, there's a ton. Um, what kind of? I don't know. Is it internals? Let me let me call yeah. it up here. I don't remember. Because there's, there's just made it. There's but... a lot of options. Yeah. Uh, core. What the core is. It can be a dragon heartstring, unicorn hair, or phoenix feather. The flexibility and then the length. Yep. Um, I don't know if that comes into play in the books, like that that sort of lore stuff. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, as I said, I don't know well enough. Yeah. Um, I plan on reading the books. I had started to read the books to Max like in the fall or maybe early winter, and it it just didn't really stick but i feel like he's matured so much in the last couple of months that i feel like he's totally ready and he can probably read it yeah. with me as well so yeah i'm excited to get into that because i want to know, know more about harry potter because i am a huge fan of the movies so yeah i i that's that's my only experience too was mm-hmm. was seeing the movies which i i really liked yeah, uh, you know, when I was younger, I was all about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and didn't want to hear yeah. anything about Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, me too, because um, that was your girlfriend. So but by default, yeah, but I, I do do like the movies. And oh yeah, 
It's um, such it's so different yeah. than Lord of the Rings. Like it's not even close. No, not even close. We let the media thing. control us on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to make remember. us think that Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter were even yeah. remotely close to each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but basically, what the story of the game is: magical things are appearing in the actual real world, and you have to gather them and figure out what's causing them to appear in the real world. So <laughs> that's kind of the the gameplay hook. Uh, I, again, I, I only vaguely know what that means. I know, obviously, the, the real world isn't supposed to know about the magical world. Yes, um, yes, so very much there's so. There's that. You you battle creatures, you cast spells, you find people and items and artifacts and, and all this this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't figured out what, what happens when you go to a Pokestop and, and spin it or whatever. Yeah, I'll um, find I'm, out. They're, I'm going to call them Pokestops because that's what they are to me. Right. They've been that way for what years. What are they going to so. be? Pot? Potter stops? Uh, no, one, there, stops? there's inns and then there's oh, yeah, you greenhouses said that, inns that and I've green seen. Uh, and we don't have a ton of yeah. that sort of stuff here because we live in kind of a small town. So Yeah. Um, we have we have a pretty good amount of Pokestops, actually. Yeah, it's not too Like, bad. right right in town. In the main drag, yeah. In the, on the main drag, Which we're yeah. a little too far away from. Yeah. Corey's lucky, though, because he has a, where he, his apartment in, in, you know, yeah. further upstate is right on a Pokestop. It is? Yes. I Maybe I knew that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that until I stayed there for Smash Weekend. Yeah. Last, win- last yeah, winter. Yeah, in the winter, yeah. So, nice. yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely report more on, on Harry Potter Wizards yeah. Unite uh, once, I, once I figure out a little bit more about it and mm-hmm. and break down the game systems and stuff. So, But it's, yeah. it's, it's enough to keep me intrigued. There's definitely a lot more going on in it than Pokemon Go, so that's, oh, that's yeah. also a good thing. Yeah, I, I love Pokemon Go, and I thought that... It was kind of fizzling out for me because I'm not traveling all over the place like I was for my crazy previous job. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, like, they just, they haven't given enough new stuff lately. There are some new Pokemon poking around, like, popping up. Like, I'll give them that, but I don't know. We're, I still we're not love re- it, and I still want to play it, but it just... We're not really interested in the raids. Or yeah, the we or don't battle like or raid, so... I'm just, I, just, I just want to collect. I so. want to collect, and I don't like that you have to do a battle or a raid to get some of the Pokemon because, mm-hmm. like, I don't, I'm not going to do that. So yeah. I just, I don't know, maybe that's just me, like, not playing the game the right way, but I also, I feel like I should have access to them somehow yeah, if I choose to not way. battle or raid. Yeah. Just like I have a, like, one of the special mission things or assignment things, and like half of it is doing battles or raids and i'm like well i'm never gonna get another mission now and that's yeah. that's too bad because like i love pokemon go i'm i turn it on at least you know twice a day mm-hmm. so um because it's really funny but if i ever um go to our high school because the high school is a different campus than where my office is when i go to the high school there's actually always pokemon over there mm-hmm. so whenever i like leave a meeting i'll sit in my car real quick and turn on pokemon and see um, and I actually have some service there, so I'll nice. check and see if there's any Pokemon around. And there, there always are. So mm-hmm. probably because it's a high school. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure someone's playing Pokemon Go in there. So I've heard it has to do with the concentration of cellular signals and phones in an area. Well, there's a lot of cell phones. So you know, it's so funny. You know, I don't know how many listen if you have any listeners that are you know high school age or whatever. But um, I have to say, like, I went in. Um, I haven't spent as much time in the high school this year because that hasn't been the building that I've been focused on. So I went in there um, a couple of weeks ago because I had to do some stuff for New York State testing, which is always thrilling. 
and uh, the teacher was having a study hall, and I just remember, like, our study halls were always, you know, loud, and the teacher would try to get us to shut up, and mm-hmm. she did not have to say a word to them, because they walked in, and they were with their friends, and they were all loud, and then they all put their headphones on, got on their phones, and there was not a sound in that room wow. for, like, the 20 minutes that I was there, mm-hmm. and I was like, holy crap like we gra- i mean granted we graduated 17 years ago now yeah but what a change it's just a different world and it's i don't know it's just really interesting um but it was funny because i'm not going to go off on a tangent but just uh there was another administrator from an area like a, around here a school around here and he was saying like his kids are in middle school or high school and he was saying like you know People say that kids aren't communicating these days. They don't know how to talk. They don't know how how to have relationships. And he was like, that's totally wrong. He's like, they're just communicating in a different way that, like, even us, only graduating 17 years ago, that we don't know or understand. Yeah. They're communicating through Fortnite. They have, they have all of these ways to communicate and connect with people in different countries and all of this crazy stuff that, and, of course, then the conversation went to and education is a hundred years behind all yeah, this yeah. you know so it's like it's just really interesting what technology and gaming and everything like the impact it's having on education too mm-hmm. so it's just interesting interesting yeah. thought nice but i could go on and on <laughs> yeah i don't think i have anything else to talk about for what i played i think i probably played a little bit of smash brothers yep a um, little but... bit of smash that's and your rated G games, check that out. Yeah. Yep. yep. It's good um, stuff. Yeah, I, I plan on hopefully, hopefully getting at least a video a day, maybe two if I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. a variety of different things. I'm going to try some new things with it too, not just gameplay. And mm-hmm. I'm doing commentary with my videos, which is a learning experience. Yeah. Definitely got to get better at that, but yeah. it's just It'll takes come practice. With time. Oh, look at so, my mean, grumpy face in the, in the stream. I was like, err. You were getting, getting angry. Yes, I was. Uh, so feedback, we got one piece of feedback from All Tito right. who says, Tito. been a little while since my last feedback. I've been thinking about a lot about Skyrim, getting that itch, even as someone who didn't play the game a whole lot compared to others. But I must say, I've officially decided to give Skyrim the best video game soundtrack ever title. Hmm. The music is really astonishing to me. I've had the album on repeat. The thing that sets it apart from any other game is it's the only video game music I've heard that actually sounds more like a movie soundtrack than video game. And so it gives everything the special cinematic atmosphere that gives gamers this epic feeling as they play. Uh, I can always tell video game music from movie music, but Skyrim is the only one that I can see playing in the background of some scene in the movie. It's so well produced, the quality just stands above any other video game soundtrack I've heard. Next thing I want to mention is that I've been having a blast playing Sea of Thieves Tall Tales story campaign with my friend. It's a nice addition to the game, and the puzzles are really fun to figure out. Reminds me of when solving puzzles in escape rooms with friends, trying to figure out all these clues we find and how they connect with each other. It's also a beefy campaign. There's a total of nine stories, each take anywhere from two to four hours to complete. There's a great sense of adventure that is really fun to be a part of with relics, treasure, constellations, underwater reef with ruins, etc., etc. Really recommend it. That's all I got. See you around. Happy summer. Thanks, nice. Tito. Uh, I agree. The, the Skyrim soundtrack is, is, is really, really, really mm-hmm. well done. Yeah. Um, I remember when the game came out, I listened to the soundtrack a bit. I remember that um, as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the like the main Skyrim theme. like that's just It's yeah. iconic. It's almost iconic to the point of the, the Halo theme song at this sure. point. Sure, sure. So. Yep. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's really good stuff. I I well, I'll have to listen to it again because it's been it's been yeah. too long. I was gonna say I'll, I can't I can't find it in my in my brain yeah. anywhere. <laughs> I have to I have to listen to it. Yeah. Um, yep. Sea of Thieves is a game I'd really like to get into yeah. playing with it with it being on Games Pass. Um, oh, it's on there. Oh yeah. Yeah. I whenever I see I feel like I've seen footage of that for some reason, and I'm like, oh, cause uh, does Zach Scott play it? I don't know, maybe. I think he does. He might have. I think he out. did. And I think I saw some of it for some reason. Yeah. You know, it was just like on in the background and I was like, that looks really cool. Like, yeah, it's, it's, a, pirates, it's a fun right? game. Like, yeah, it's a pirate pirate game. Yeah, open like, world pirate game. Yeah. Um, can't go wrong with pirates, right? Yeah, that's a that's a game that again is, is fun to play with for I actually had fun playing it by myself. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a couple couple neat neat stories that, that, that mm-hmm. happened to me. Or you know, emerging gameplay type of stuff. Nice. Um but that was that was quite fun, so <clears throat> Yeah. I should just install it on the Xbox just to have it. Yeah, you I'm, should. You know, Max might be interested in playing that. I was too. gonna say, I was wondering would it would it be appropriate for Max? Yeah, I mean, there's shooting in it, but it's it's yeah. cartoon, cartoony. It can't be okay. It cannot be any worse than the Donald Duck that just came on our TV. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Holy crap! Like, someone was just talking to me, or no, they weren't talking to me. I was listening to a podcast because I don't really have adult conversation anymore um because i'm usually trapped in my office or on a webinar or home with with the chaos of the kids that you know obviously is good but um one of the podcasts was saying that they watched something uh you know some old cartoons and like holy cow like the it's bad like donald duck was chasing after chippendale and was like shooting them like with a handgun, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap! And Max was just like, "What? <laughs> what is going on? This is so bad." Yeah, it was it was interesting to say the least. Yeah, and like I remember watching. There was one in particular that I remembered watching as a kid, and I'm like, "Geez, <clears throat> like I'm okay, I guess." But that's messed up. Like I don't. But it's interesting because I don't feel like kids today could watch that and be okay. It's just such a different generation. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's craziness. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm of the mindset, too, that a lot of that old stuff, at least for the most part, doesn't hold up. And I felt no, that it way about, about those. There, there was, there's much better examples of cartoons nowadays. Oh, yeah. Um, well, like, a lot of the, you know, um, Max likes, like, Magic Square. There's a remake of the Magic School Bus. Mm-hmm. He has learned so much from that, yeah. and it's right up his alley. Like he loves science, so not just that, but I think I think Mickey Mouse has like an old style, yeah. but a new cartoon yeah. that's really, really you know, like visually pleasing and oh yeah, not, yeah, the, not terrible. The twins watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and no, I'm not talking about club, oh, the Clubhouse. It's it's more the in the cartoon. old style like, oh. of the cartoon. Oh. Okay. But it's modern, like you know, right? Like modern, modern stuff, modern drawing, and, yeah, and yeah, sensibilities, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, it's it's good. There's there's some good quality stuff out there these days, which I'm I'm glad because our kids, you know, our kids will chill on the couch and watch stuff. We there's a lot of good kids movies. Yeah, like we we I think we'll be doing a lot of movies. Like on, if there's a million rainy days in the summer, like there. Like there's Haven't probably been going to be. Yeah. Uh, I hope not. Okay, uh, game giveaway time. So Tito is the winner, winner, chicken dinner. So the first game is number 58. 
which is Beyond Eyes. Uh, you want me to find them? Or yeah, if you, want, if you want to do the, okay. the rolling, you just have to yep. hit that. Okay. Um, so I'll I got it. it. Beyond Eyes. Okay, game number two. Number 34. 34 is gone. Roll again. <laughs> 28. I've got, I've got to compress the list. 28 is Mirror's Edge. I feel like that's come up a million times. Yeah, so we're probably going to see start seeing a lot more repeats. Yeah. Okay, next game. Five. Five, all the way at the top. Five is The Secret World. Uh, roll again, because I don't think that one's even still active. Okay, 63. 63 is Fidel Dungeon Rescue. Hmm. Fidel Dungeon Rescue. Okay, next. 126. 126. Starseed Pilgrim. Hmm. I think Corey played that. Pilgrim. Okay. 65. 65 this is Did the I last one. Pick 65? <laughs> 65 oh. is Thoth. T H O T H. All capitals. Thoth. Don't know what that is. Thoth. So yeah, capitals. <laughs> yep. Tito, your choice is Beyond Eyes. Uh, Beyond Eyes is the game that tries to simulate blindness. Thought? And it, no, Beyond Eyes. Oh, I'm sorry. Wasn't um, listening. Beyond Eyes, <laughs> uh, Mirror's Edge, Fidel Dungeon Rescue, Starseed Pilgrim, and Thoth are your choices for the game giveaway. So let us know what you want. I will send yep. it Send it out. Uh, Tate, I owe you a game from last week, which I'll... Oh, Fidel Dungeon Rescue came up for him last week, too. Oh. So... Uh, let, right. let us know what you guys want. Uh, Tay, I'll probably actually send you an email tomorrow to see where your see what your choice is, and, uh, and then Tito, if we hear from you, if not, I'll email you. Uh, yeah. Even if it's in a couple weeks, I actually after last no, it was before last week's episode. I got caught up on everybody after yeah, probably a month, month and a half of, of yeah. being behind. So yep, as your nice feeling. as your uh, social media director, yeah, I believe you need to get on that. Yeah, Dan. Yeah. So, uh, next week's episode, I don't know what we're going to have. Um, you know what? Maybe next week's episode will be the end of the year or the mid year recap for, for the games that released this year. Cause the week after will probably be Mario maker too. Yes. Cause that comes out next Friday. So yeah, usually I like to wait until July, but if I, if we wait until July, it'll be the second week in July. Yeah. So maybe. Because I don't think there's anything new coming out other than Mario Maker right. 2. Oh, yeah, which is a big event a big in event. this house. Yes, it is. Yeah. I'm going to have to take the twins and our daughter somewhere while you guys play it. We, we pre-ordered it from Best Buy, so we're going to go over in the morning on, on Friday and pick it up. It's going to be his first, like, yeah. his first major, like, go pick up a game yeah. event. Oh, that's adorable. Yep, so we'll, I'll load up Aww. the kids and take them that's over Friday great. morning. That's fantastic. I love it. So, yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, yeah. That'll do it for episode 413 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Val. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.